Hello Dragons, this is your host Kenny Rotter and this is one of our first unique prequel episodes. Uh, I recorded it in October 2014 and it's one of our very first podcasts. kind of shows you where we started and where we've come from. So, quick introduction, this podcast is with Alex Weiser from Brunch Running. Brunch Running is a social group of people who love to run and eat brunch. Each Sunday, the group meets for training at a local restaurant. The group offers both 5K and 10K runs each week. The run continues back at the restaurant with the ultimate brunching experience and post-run chatting. Brunch run, brunch Running operates weekly run clubs in Boulder, Denver, and Fort Collins, Colorado, along with Phoenix, Arizona. Brunch Running was founded in Denver, Colorado in 2012 by Alexandra Weissner and Courtney Logan. Alex and Courtney have been running buddies for almost five years. They ran their first half marathon together in 2009. When Alex moved to Denver in 2010, the two began running together almost every day. From brewery and restaurant run clubs to more half marathons, the duo has completed more than 10 half marathons and lots of 10Ks and 5Ks. In the spring of 2012, they started a Facebook group inviting friends to join them for a weekly run, followed by brunch. As the two began learning more about events, they decided to turn the concept into a business venture. The official launch of Brunch Running came in April 2013. After seeing much success in Denver and some hinting and nudging from friends in Phoenix, the group came to the Valley in January of 2014. The third season of Brunch Running launched on in the fall of 2015. Hope you guys enjoy. Workout nerd out. In the basement rolling dice, rolling dice. I'm a wizard. wizard. When we play, we do it right. Candles flicker, fighting dragons in my mind, in my mind. Just for kicks. DM says you're gonna die. Roll a D6. Roll a D6. Roll a D6. Alex, good to see you. You as well. So, everyone who's already listening already knows a little bit about you, but. Tell us a little bit more about yourself personally and a little bit more about how you got started with brunch running. So, personally, I've never been a runner. Um, I was a competitive skier in high school and tried to get out of running as much as possible. Um, I hated it. (laughs) I would try to cheat on any workouts that involved running. But um, after college, I was a poor, broke college graduate living in New York City and running was pretty cheap to do. You didn't need anything more than a pair of sneakers. So I kind of just got into it slowly and kind of was just like, oh, this is fun. Like, and then I moved back to Arizona and started doing some races, talking to some other friends that were involved in the running community. And my now business partner and I um, had a few mutual friends and her husband and our friend's boyfriend decided they wanted to go to Vegas for their 30th birthdays. So okay. for their, that weekend happened to be the dem, or the Las Vegas Rock and Roll Marathon and Half Marathon. So us girls get the great idea that we should run this marathon for the weekend. We're like, yeah, we could totally run 13, do a half. Like, it's only 13 miles. Like, we'll be okay. And so we show up in Vegas, party a little, pick up our bibs, run a half marathon. Okay. We decide, oh, this isn't really that bad of an idea. We're like, you know, running is not bad. Like, 13 miles really wasn't too bad. And then we got to, you know, have a few drinks afterwards. There you go. Reward ourselves. Celebrate people turning 30. Then a few months later, I moved to Denver. 
and me and my business partner Courtney decide we really like this running thing. Let's do some more of it. So we start rent training on our own. Denver has a lot of bar and restaurant run clubs, so we start doing these because we like the social side of running. And we kind of just were like, ooh, let's do this brewery's run club. Let's do that. We started signing up for more and more races. And during this time, we also decided, oh, you know, what if we started a race series? What if we started a run club? Just playing around with little ideas. We both had full-time jobs. We're just kind of doing our own thing. And then we spent another summer um, when I was coming back from a knee injury of picking restaurants that were like three to six miles from our apartments and running to them on Sundays. Okay. Um, you know, we needed something to entertain ourselves with during non-football season. And this kind of became how we entertained ourselves on Sundays you know, before we got in a run. And then we Sunday fun dated a little bit. There you go. That works. Work hard, play hard. Yeah. I have done one brunch run, and I loved it, especially because it was at one of my favorite breweries, Four Peaks. So yeah, it was a great, great time. Yeah. Now, to get us a little more started with a little mm-hmm. bit of a lighter topic, um, also, so people can get to know you a little bit better, our first question is always, who is your favorite hero or fictional hero, and why? Can I have a really long list? <laughs> Favorite hero? I don't know. There's been a lot of great athletes um, that have inspired me over my years. Um, really, any female athlete, I've always wanted to be. Peekaboo Street was a huge role okay. model for me yeah. when I was a tween and was just getting into ski racing. All I wanted to do was be like her. Um, got her speed suits, wanted to be on the same ski she was on, probably drove my parents insane with that. <laughs> um, and the fact of the matter that they're like, she goes like 100 miles an hour down a mountain, um, probably didn't help either, but I thought I, all I wanted to do was be her and win Olympic gold medals. And then, I don't know, I'm kind of a nerd, so okay. I am obsessed with the Hunger Games. Okay. So you got I, a little catness in you? Yeah. So me and, my, me and Courtney decided this year for Halloween, because we went and saw... Um, the Hunger Games at Red Rocks. They do movies okay. on the rocks in the summertime, and people were, like, all dressed up. We were not. We were like, oh, my God, Halloween, I'll be Katniss, you be Evie, and we're good. <laughs> so that's what we're going for for Halloween this year. That's awesome. You will definitely have to post pictures of that on the Facebooks and the Twitters. We will. We're really good at dressing up in random costumes of things. We, we have bacon and egg costumes right now that we have worn for events. Okay. You know, it just fits the brunch theme of life. I have not started running in a costume yet. It's looking like the first one I'm going to do is the rock race in mm-hmm. November. I'm going to go as Wolverine. Okay. That's why I'm growing the beard out. <laughs> so when did you first start getting into an active fit lifestyle? My parents would say it was before I was even born. I was always moving as a kid. I've been playing sports since I was five. I started ballet when I was about three. Okay. And um, in middle or in elementary school, started playing soccer, basketball, swimming competitively. Kind of did the majority of that all through high school until skiing really became the main passion in my life. Um, I still played soccer on a team in my freshman year of high school, and then skiing just encompassed everything and became my year-round sport. So I was just awesome. doing other cross-training, but skiing year-round all through four years of high school. And then once I got to college, I didn't play any sports, but um, my dad is a big 
road cyclist, so he okay. got me into road biking about 10 years ago. Um, so I did my first metric century when I was 19, right before I turned 19. Just had fun with it. It was not, I, I enjoyed it afterwards. <laughs> During six hours on a bike is a long time. Rough. Yeah. Yeah, and riding through Tucson, uh, it's okay. Not the most glamorous no, not the part most of the glamorous. country to, to road through. Yeah, I've oh yeah for sports I've always I have a hard time sitting still. So every morning I have to work out, and then I'm like, oh, in the afternoons I'm like, we can go for a walk. I'm like, this is why I need a dog because then I have an excuse to go for random walks in the middle of the day. Absolutely. Okay. Now our listeners see an amazing person who works out and did sports when she was a little kid and started brunch running and all this other amazing stuff. But was there ever a time where you experienced a failure or wanted to give just give up sports or give up not even trying to start brunch running, anything like that? Really take us there and tell us that story. Okay. Um, so college was an interesting time for me. It was the only time in my life I probably have never been seriously involved in any sport um, and had no sports goals for three years. I was just... Like, all right, whatever. Like, my freshman year, I'd done a metric century, but I wasn't actually, it was just, you know, going to the gym randomly. And right after college, the year I was living in New York, I kind of, I ran, but I wasn't really pursuing any goal. So for four years, I kind of just was like, whatever, like, life is. This is what being an adult is that's not doing sports. Then I realized that really wasn't me, and I can't, I can't be. I can't live like that. I need to have some sort of goal um, athletically um, to really push myself okay. and keep my own sanity in check, I guess. Um, so I'm always signing up for races and training for something now, which you know, helps me personally and professionally because I noticed we just had our first big 5K race for brunch in Denver, uh-huh. and we were so busy that Courtney and I both realized we ran once in 12 days. Okay. And we both are trying to figure out why we were so stressed. Because you Because we had it run, yeah. and we hadn't really, like, we were just cutting out because we are like, oh, we have so much other stuff going on, we can't take 30 minutes to go for a run, which we could have, but we just, so we're like, all right, moving forward, even when we have these big events going on, we schedule in runs to be part of our job. It's part of our job because besides from owning our own club, we enjoy doing it, but it keeps us sane. Yeah. So, yeah. And yeah. then, yeah. Oh, and say, and then with brunch, you know, we've had our ups and downs. We're not even two years old yet, so it definitely has those times where you're like, "What is going on? Is this gonna work?" Because, yeah. Do you, Do you feel like it's still your baby and it's still in its infancy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're in our toddler stage almost now. Okay. Um, definitely growing. People, we've been getting a lot of great national press coverage and a lot of feedback from people around the country now going, hey, can you come here? Come here. Come to LA. Come to San Diego. Come to Austin. Come to Kansas City, Chicago, and then the entire East Coast. And we just go, uh, it's only two of us. <laughs> um, you know, we're bringing on some employees right now, but we're like, it's only the two of us and we don't want to grow faster than we just don't want to open up chapters and start there. We want to make sure we have a great team in place and that no matter where you brunch in the country, you have that same experience with ambassadors, with restaurants, with the running trails. Because we know runners like to travel. And when you travel, you want you bring your sneakers with you. So we want to make sure you're having that same experience. So we're trying to grow slower. Okay, um, yeah. Probably slower than some other people would like to see us grow. But, you know, we're still, you know. 
we want to move slowly. We want to make sure that we're developing a great event everywhere and make sure that it can sustain in each community we enter. Oh, absolutely. It's really good that you guys are taking your time and you're not over-expanding too quickly. I think that's really safe. We haven't learned how to... Um, clone ourselves yet so soon we, we, soon yeah soon we're like we and then they just can just be Alex in every city yeah and then we'll be okay but you know we're a team of two right well two and then we have about five ambassadors here in Denver and four in or sorry five in Phoenix four in Denver and we are launching Austin next month so that's exciting yeah so we have a team of four about to be in place down there. That's awesome. That's really excellent. Now, do you have a personal mantra or motto uh, Um, that you'd like to share with everybody? Mine's dream big. Okay. Um, Yeah, I always try to find the most absurd, probably biggest dream I can and decide that that's how I'm going to go, what I'm going to go after. Uh, I did it when I was little with ballet. It wasn't just like, oh, I'm going to be a ballerina. It was, nope, I'm dancing for the New York City Ballet. It wasn't just my parents, you know, when I said I'd become a ski racer, it was, I'm becoming an Olympic ski racer. Yeah. <laughs> there was nothing like, nope, I'm winning an Olympic gold medal. And they're like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, totally. We're going to do this. And they're it's like, happen. No worries. Yeah. And they're like, okay, you know how hard you're going to work? Yep, yep. They started researching schools and teams, and they're like, okay, so you did all this work for us and found the best teams in the country, and you want to go train under those coaches. Yep. All right. <laughs> All right. Here you go. Here you go. Go have fun big. with that. So, yeah, dream big is definitely my motto of life. Excellent. Have, having fun with it. So. Absolutely. And it seems like that's taking you some really cool places. I mean, I think if you weren't thinking, or if you weren't dreaming big, you wouldn't have opportunities with brunch running all over mm-hmm. the country. Yeah. We... When we launched it in April of 2013, officially, um, it was kind of just, I still had a full-time job at a PR agency, and I, we were just saying, oh, this, you know, we'll do this on the side, it won't take much work, and then it kind of blew up in our face very fast, where local media coverage and other people, and then restaurants started reaching out to us, but they wanted to meet with me in the middle of the day, when they were slow, and I was like, I have a full-time job, I can meet you at 7 o'clock, I have an hour commute each way, like, I, I can't be there before 7 at night, Yeah. and to the point where, you know... So I my business partner and then informed my parents that I was going to quit my job, become a freelance publicist, and focus on brunch. And everyone, you know, had the full support of everyone. But at the same time, it was probably the scariest moment in my life to be like, I'm leaving a full-time job to go see, to do something that may or may not work out. We're not sure, because at that point, we hadn't even thought about launching in another city. Yeah. It was just Denver, and that wow. was our only focus. That's incredible, and that's definitely dreaming big, where you, essentially, you have that that safety net, that security blanket under you, and you just kind of yank it out, and now you're you're skywalking without a net. Yeah, we were kind of like, all right, so if we're going to do this, we're going to do this, and if it fails, I was like, I can always go get another job someday. Like, I wasn't too concerned. I was like, all right, whatever, I'll do this, and we'll see what happens next. And if I have to apply for another job, I have to apply for another job. Because I just realized there was no point. The only thing I was going to miss out on was not taking this opportunity to see what happened with brunch. Absolutely. And I think that's really important for everyone to to take from that story is really a question you need to ask yourself is, 
what's the worst that's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Because the worst that happens is you go get another job. Mm-hmm. Worst that, and that's 99 times out of 100, that's the worst thing that's going to happen. Right. Like, very rarely will any lives be lost if you don't take this chance. Yeah. yeah. I had had great family, great friends, an awesome roommate at the time who I sat down and was like, so, I'm moving an office into our living room. How do you feel about that? How, how did they feel about she that? She felt fine with it. Um, after a while, though, I couldn't handle working from home anymore. Oh, okay. And I was just like, moved into an office space with some friends, and I realized I just needed to get out of the house, because um, sometimes... When she left, went to work, the only person I talked to all day was the dog. <laughs> and I realized I had been sitting in my apartment for eight hours having a conversation with the dog. And we just hang out. And, be, and he was my assistant. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing a scene in my head right now that involves just you sitting there having a conversation with this dog. Yeah, because I would be like, yep, you can't answer me and have and answer any of these problems on why this is going on. Or... Help me try to build the website. So. Very good point. As helpful cute, as dogs are. Yeah, cute assistant, but not very helpful on that side. Now, I think we've covered this a little bit here and there, but what really gets you up in the morning? What really drives you to open your eyes, get up, and really tackle the next day? Um, and I'm always excited for everything that's going on right now. It's just crazy to think of something we saw as just a side project, kind of our baby project, really grow. So each day has been very exciting. So I am excited to wake up and see if anyone's emailed me overnight, which is probably also really bad. But I'm excited to check my email in the morning most of the time and see what's on store and who's found out about brunch that day. Actually, I'm not going to lie, that's something that actually gets me up in the morning is when I see people who have commented on a Dumbbells and Dragons post or said something or commented on a blog post or we got a new follower or something like that or someone's emailed me. I I love it. It just gets me going. But I will say constantly checking email um, is a good segue because it's a little nerdy. Yeah. It's a, it's a good segue with what are you really nerding out about right now? Is there something particularly going on with brunch? Is there a movie? Oh, there's Hunger Games part or Mocking Jay part one yeah, coming out. Yeah, it comes out on, right around my birthday. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm yeah, my birthday always is right about right around Thanksgiving. Okay. So I always get like really great movies coming out every year for it, which I'm totally okay with because. I also like Harry Potter, so my friends and I would go see Harry Potter, or now we go and see The Hunger Games. So last year we went and saw The Hunger Games for my birthday, brought some box wine, and had a great time. That's awesome. That is a good night. It was. I was like, this is how I know I'm getting older, too. I was like, I don't need to go out and party tonight. I'm going to go watch a movie with some wine. That's awesome. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. No. I, I know for my 30th birthday, I was hanging out at a uh, brewery that my buddy owns and it was me and the staff because it was down in Yuma and it was me celebrating my 30th birthday with the four of them in an empty brewery just hanging out conversing yep those are some of the yeah you're just like oh I'm here hi can I just have a beer and hang out yeah it's great alright now this is a fun question that I really like 
you had to be one superhero, we can include Katniss Everdeen. Okay. In a battle royale where all other superheroes and supervillains are told to battle to the death, who are you and why? I would say like Wonder Woman. I think it'd be really cool to fly. But okay. then I then I think of like the Incredibles, and they're like, well, you shouldn't wear a cape because you see all those other things happen. So I don't know. You'd be I, yeah. Wonder Woman without a, a cape. cape. No cape. Yeah. With whoever but you were, so they wouldn't fly. have a cape. Yeah. I like it. I like where your head's at. You've thought about this logically. I I would like to think so. Probably because I babysat so much, and the Incredibles were. I've watched that movie probably a hundred times. It's also because it's a great movie. It is a great movie. It's hilarious. And can I just, can we nerd out a little bit sure. on how I'm yeah. a little angry at Pixar for making Cars 2 and Finding Nemo 2 and all these other sequels, and I'm just like, give me another Incredibles. Yeah. They set up for it at the end of the first movie. We can do this. They, yeah, they totally can. There's right. a, lot, a lot of space for that. You should I, write them a letter. I think I will. Pixar, here it comes. Angry letter. So, I think I already know the answer to this question, mm-hmm. but I'm going to see if you're going to surprise me. Okay. If you could train with one person in any subject or sport or anything, alive or dead, who would it be and why? I would say Julia Mancuso. Okay. She is a current member of the U.S. ski team. She's my age, and I think she's an amazing skier, but she also knows how to surf. Which okay. is something I would like to learn how to do. So I think she'd be really fun to train with because she spends half her time um, sometimes in Hawaii and California surfing and training on the beach and then also in the mountains skiing. So I think that would be a nice, happy balance for training. I need to introduce you to my friend Lindsay Mock, who started fitandawesome.com. Mm-hmm. She got hired by Coca-Cola to do a commercial mm-hmm. where she surfed and skied in the same day. See, I think that'd be so much fun. Yeah. That's beach awesome. Beach to the mountains, perfect. That's the only thing Colorado's really missing is a beach. Is a beach. And Arizona has so much beach. Yeah, we there's just don't tons. Have any it's just a lot of sand. <laughs> you can't really surf on a beach. You can surf in the ocean. Yeah. Um, you did surprise me. It was along the same maze. I thought you were going to go peekaboo street. Yeah, she was a great skier, but I'm like, you know what? I, I want to add a little more cross-training in there. Okay. I like where it's at. Switch okay. it up. All right. Now, this, I think you are, is a perfect question because of your affinity for Hunger Games. You find yourself in a post-apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic world fighting for survival from predators both animal and human. Mm-hmm. What do you do to maintain your fitness level? And what one weapon, fictional or non, do you use? Do you have a preference for? Can I have a magic wand? <laughs> okay, we can go a little Harry Potter on that one. I'm like, oh no, I'm not. I'm not very outdoorsy. Okay. So I would have to, you know, figure something out. Okay. I'm, you know. Running, like climbing trees is not something I'm great at, so... You could outrun them. I could try to outrun some people and some animals. Um, I'm pretty good at building things, so I could build something to keep people out, but... Surviving in the wilderness is not a strong suit of mine at all. Okay. 
<laughs> Way more urban. <laughs> so let's say you find yourself in a post-apocalyptic Denver. Okay, I would climb to the tallest building and just like hang out. Hang out. Okay. Hang out, or and make sure to like rob a grocery store beforehand. Yeah, and then probably yeah. Okay, so you're talking. You're more of find a place, fortify it, and live there. Yeah, I make sure I have some of my friends there that do know how to be outdoors and do that other stuff. Because some of them, they've got it down pat where I'm like, yeah, sleeping in a tent for more than a night or two. Or, you know, building a fire. Um, I'm really good at turning the light switch on that turns on my fireplace. <laughs> That's like the extent of building a fire that I can do. So Maybe holding, you know, some paper up to a lighter. Yeah, we can do that. I can do that, but... It's really, really funny. Um, now, do you have a resource or an app or a piece of equipment or obviously you have your sneakers because yep. you like running um, that you really get behind or that you can refer to everyone out there listening? Um, I'm addicted to my iPhone. I'm not a big watch person, um, but I have demoed some watches and definitely use a lot of different running apps on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so watch-wise... I like the TomTom watches. They're doing some great stuff okay. if you like watches. Um, but I always am tracking everything on my phone. So I also use Map My Run. Um, okay. And that's what we use to make our routes with right now. They have great integration, multi-sport stuff, and it's pretty accurate. So That's awesome. We've been you know, using them this morning on my run. I, I can use them when I go hiking and biking, so it works out great. Excellent. Map my run. run. I'm sure they can just, people can just Google that or go to the app store and figure that stuff out. Yeah, because I don't know. With running, I I love seeing that. And then we're all really competitive. All myself and Courtney and all of our ambassadors, we have a map my run group where it ranks how many miles each person's kind of run per week. And we're all very competitive because we can all, we're all friends on there too. So I can see that Courtney ran five miles, and I'm like, I should probably go for a run. Or the other day, I ran a four-mile loop earlier that morning, and she ran that same loop later because she saw that I had run it. <laughs> because she was like, well, you ran that, and I knew I was going to see you later. I'm like, so I was like, now i got to beat your time. Now I have to beat your now time. Now i got to beat your time. Yeah, or it's like, oh, you ran. I should probably get up and run. See, I really like that. You've got that person in your life that keeps you going, makes you want to push yourself better, faster, stronger, mm-hmm. uh, harder. And that's really something that I think a lot of people don't have is they have, they don't have that source in their life to be like, mm-hmm. Hey, you ran today. So now I'm going to run today. Or I ran today. Now maybe you should go run today. Yeah. And having group fitness, I've obviously always been parts of teams. Maybe they've been individual, individual sports, but there's always been a team aspect to it. And even now I don't like working out by myself. So it's always having a running buddy and having now with brunch, I have lots of running buddies and a lot of us have also started doing races together during either the brunch off season and even during the regular season. makes a huge difference to know that we're all at the starting line together. We're all going for a run. Someone's going to probably be faster than me, so I'm going to try to catch up to them. Or even for the newbie that's there, there's a walker, there's someone who is a you know, more of a 12-minute mile. And then we also have those elite athletes that are six-minute mile people. Oh, yeah. So there's always something to strive towards. But you're also going to know that if you just want to walk that day instead of run, that's fine. And But having those people there, and I think for us, 
the biggest thing for us the first year we did brunch was the accountability made us have. Every Sunday we had to be there to run. Oh, absolutely. There was nothing. It didn't matter if our friend, we went out on Saturday night. We had a friend's wedding one Saturday night. And we were out until like 1 o'clock. But we still had to be at the restaurant the next morning at 9. And we had to run. And we've done that even since then. Like going, going to friends' bachelorette parties. And then showing up to run the next morning. Because one, it was probably great that I did that for my hangover. <laughs> <laughs> But, and it probably made me feel a lot better. But, you know, we I had Courtney there in the morning going, yep, we have we have to go run. Get up. We have to go run. Excellent. I, I did have one uh, additional question about brunch running. Where do you eventually want to see this go? Like, mm-hmm. do you want to see it go so big but still be involved with every little aspect? Or would you like to develop relationships with people where you can just say, okay, you're handling you know, Austin, I don't have to go to Austin unless I really, really want to. Yeah. So what we're kind of doing for our growth strategy is we're obviously, Courtney and myself are overseeing everything um, and always going to have probably lots of hands on in Denver just because we live there. But for any city we're expanding to, Phoenix, Austin, San Diego, and henceforth, um, we have city managers down each location, each city that really manage the city. Um, One thing we found is running is a local community. Uh, we ha- can't run a community that we don't live in. So having someone on the ground who understands the running community, who knows the restaurant scene, who knows where the running trails are, and knows the best running shops in town, really helps us out and helps our brand out. Um, we are going to be a national brand, but we're no matter what, each chapter is going to be localized um, and working with the local cities that we're a part of because running, you're using the trails, you're using the city parks, and we want to make sure that we know how to use that best and how to best represent each city when we're putting on these events. Because we do have the club side now in um, Denver, Boulder, Fort Collins, and Phoenix. Um, And then Denver now, or Colorado, has a race series that we're going to be also bringing down here next year. Um, As kind of our way to finish our brunch season, we're going to throw a big time 5K race. um, Have 10 to 15 different restaurants, breweries, Bloody Mary bars, um, people running in bacon and egg costumes, live music, and really kind of celebrating what we do on a regular basis, but to kind of push even our beginner runners and be like, all right, let's all do a time 5K race. Let's really see how we've all improved this season and give someone that goal towards working, but also to be like, all right, like let's really celebrate the running and food and brunch community in this town or city. Okay. Do you have a date for the Phoenix one yet, or is this coming up Sometime in March. Sometime in March. All right. End of March. All right, Dragons, everyone stay tuned. We will obviously keep you posted on that. Um, now, finally, before we finish things off, two things. Number one, where can people connect with you and brunch running? And then two, do you have any final pieces of advice for anybody out there who's stuck in a rut, can't really get going, or someone who's just kind of looking for a change? Um, yeah, so if you're... I, my number one thing is always set a goal. It can be something little. It can be something for next week. It can be something for next year. But if you set that goal, it'll at least get you moving and going in some direction, and you'll figure it out. And your goals can change. They're not. Don't have to say, oh, my God, this is what I have to do. Goals can change and shift and more. So set a goal. Um, just have fun with it. Fitness is about having fun. That's how we kind of got ourselves into this little happy mess, uh, was that we took something we really enjoyed doing ourselves and started inviting other friends to come with us and it got us outside of 
going to the same restaurant we go to every single week. We now have experienced more than 45 restaurants in Denver with brunch. And in Phoenix this year, we'll be up to about 30 to 40 restaurants Excellent. throughout the valley. So I think it really you know gets you outside of your comfort zone a little bit and pushes you. So, yeah. And if you want to connect with brunch, our website is brunchrunning.com. All of the cities are listed listed there so even if you're traveling around eventually you can select which city you want to run in and have a good time. Excellent. Can they find you guys on the Twitters or the Facebooks? Yep, yep. it's um, each city. It's Brunch Running Phoenix for Facebook and then Twitter and Instagram are Brunch underscore running. Excellent. Alright, well Alex, thank you very thank much you. for being here today. Alright dragons, work out, nerd out.